What's going on, Super Mari bro? <laughs> it's your boy, Jerry, the TRX Bro Washington. I'm here at General Fitness Company Studio, and it is Monday, the 1st of March, 2021. And this is Season 8, Episode 24, and today we're going to be talking about some fun stuff. Well, <laughs> we're going to talk about fun guy. <laughs> we're going to talk about mushrooms and positivity. We're going to talk about how these two come together. It is actually interesting how we're going to put these two pieces together and make an episode. I was uh, pretty intrigued in how I was going to do it before I started recording. I was pretty surprised how it came together. And I actually do love love how this episode came about. There's a lot of uh, information here about uh, some stuff that I didn't know before I you know started doing some research for this podcast. And um, there are just some really, really cool things to just think about in this podcast in, re- in, ref- in respect to your mindset, your attitude, and how you can always have a positive outlook on life or why you should always have a positive outlook on life. It's very important, and I'll tell you why. There's actually scientific evidence that proves that you, if you want a better life, should just have a better attitude. All right, so without further ado, let's go and get this episode underway. Episode number 24, season 8 of the TR Expert Talks. Fun guys. <laughs> let's go. All right, here we go. Got one for all you fun guys and fun girls. This is going to talk about mushrooms and positive thinking. <laughs> How are we going to make the connection? Well, let's find out. Yeah, so uh, earlier on today, actually I already knew this, but I, I, I was reminded of this and uh, was still surprised. Uh, there's a certain type of mushroom that grows in West Africa as well as South America that when you eat it, you turn into a zombie. Yes, literally a zombie. What? Zombie mushrooms? Yeah, seriously. But actually, you don't really turn into a zombie unless you're a bug. <laughs> yeah, I don't know exactly how it works. I guess uh, bugs have a slightly different uh, you know, central nervous system than we do. So what happens is these bugs like ants and tarantulas and you know, different types of uh, insects and arachnids uh, if they eat this type of mushroom, this certain mushroom, it will uh, start to attack the central nervous system of the animal, and then eventually it takes over the animal. So literally, like the mushroom takes over like how the animal moves, and the mushroom is essentially the animal. So yeah, you got you got yourself a zombie bug. <laughs> Crazy, right? Like who would have thought that like these things exist? But it's interesting to think about this because they have these mushrooms, right, that like will take over your central nervous system, take over the brain, you know, take over the whole body. And eventually it'll propagate, you know, it'll turn into it'll take over the bug altogether. The bug will die. The body will die. 
And, you know, all that will be left is like, what you know, the mushroom fruit or whatever, you know, I don't know what, I don't know what the heck a mushroom offspring is, but as essentially is what you get is like, you know, more mushrooms from, from the bug, you know, it just takes over, uh, it takes over the bug. And essentially, like I said, it tried to, tries to get the bug to a place where like is most habitable for the, uh, for the, for the mushroom. And then it just essentially just takes the whole bug over and the bug obviously dies. It's kind of crazy, right? Who would have thought that these things, there's things out there that can do stuff like that. You know, the, the, the world is a pretty wild place, right? It's some crazy stuff. Yeah, it's, it's essentially, they got some bugs out there that have really developed some interesting survival mechanisms, right? It's crazy. So yeah, I wanted to talk about that because you think about this, like a mushroom does not have a brain, but yet it can still do these things like take over bugs. And I was thinking about this. It's like, wow, there's like there's organisms out there that clearly do not have a brain. Like we know that mushrooms don't have a brain, at least. Well, we think we know that mushrooms don't have a brain. It hasn't been proven they have a brain. However, they do things that I mean, that is something like taking over a bug is something that another organism with a brain would do. Right. Like, (laughs) but I mean, obviously you have like, you know, COVID-19 and all the other, uh, you know, issues that we are have, you know, we have out there, you know, the flu and measles, mumps, you know, chicken pox. These are all caused by things that don't really have a brain either. So it's interesting to think about this. It's like there's a lot of things out there in the world that can take take over our brain, take over our thinking, take over our body. Yet they don't have brains. Yet they do these things. So are they thinking? Are we thinking? How do we think? I don't really know the answer to that. And I don't think there's any scientist that could really tell you exactly how we think. You know, we could probably, you know, talk about the d- different neurons and stuff like that and electrical impulses that happen in our in our brain. Uh, but I don't think there's any scientists out there that can clearly define the way the brain thinks. However, we do see the effects of our thinking, right? We see that when you uh, think positively, uh, positive things happen. When you think negatively, negative things happen. Not necessarily 100% of the time, but that's kind of, the, kind of the gist of how the world works. You know, that's what they say, when it rains, it pours, right? And it's like normally when good things happen to you, a lot of good things happen to you. But why do these good things happen to you? Well, there's a lot of science out there and uh, on this. And uh, we're starting to learn more and more about, you know, consciousness. And we're learning more about how our attitudes can affect our environment and how our environment can affect our attitudes and how our behavior can uh, affect future behaviors. Essentially, what we do and think now can affect everything around us in the present into the future. It's essentially what we're starting to learn, right? <laughs> so it's interesting because like, it's not something that is intuitive. You would think that you know things happen to us. A lot of people believe that. Uh, but you know, if you look in the macro scale, if you scale way out, things don't happen to us. Things happen, but they don't necessarily happen to us. 
they happen for us, as, as they say, right? They say happen for us to realize that maybe we're on the right path, that we're on the, uh, maybe that we're on the wrong path. Uh, maybe they happen because we need to uh, maybe consider what we're doing and you know, maybe revise our path, not necessarily wrong, wrong or right path, but maybe uh, you need to just take a, a slight deviation or maybe you need to stop in your path just for a brief moment. Either way, what our thinking does or whatever our thinking is, it affects what happens in our lives. There's a lot of science, as I said, that, that's out there. There's, you know, there's a science of like noetics, which is like uh, essentially metaphysics. It's, you know, um, you know, it's kind of the mind and uh, the, uh, it's kind of a cross between the study of our mind as well as the intellect. Uh, it's essentially the thinking, you know, it's essentially like thinking and knowing like you know exactly how our brain and you know creates our physical world more or less so um there's a lot of things out there there's an- another thing that i just uh, saw that is about uh sound uh the science of sound i can't exactly remember off the top of my head now what that what the name of that is um but it was actually interesting when i saw this that the science the science of sound well, I guess you can call it acoustic science. And essentially what this is, is we're finding that sounds have specific waves. So maybe I will put this video on, but they showed an example of a speaker. And on top of the speaker was a plate, and on top of the plate was the sand. And the sand made, the sand made these designs and patterns based on the sound that came from the speakers. Each sound produced a different pattern. Now, what does that mean? What does that have to do with thinking at all? Well, everything is energy. Everything is energy. Now, if you think of everything as energy, then think about, it th- think about this. Like, if everything is energy, including your voice, Right. Let's think about this. Right. If your voice is energy, because that's essentially what it is. It's an energy that comes from your throat. It is your vocal cords vibrating and creating a sound that we interpret as, you know, words or music or whatever. But, you know, you break it, break it down to the essential nature and sound is energy. So let's think about this. If sound is energy, if sound can create these different patterns in sand, well, what can sound do for you? What can, what can sound essentially create in your life? Now, obviously, we know that the sound that we have that comes from our throat is the only sound that we can really control that comes from our body. And that's where that positive thinking that I was talking about in the beginning of this episode comes into play. If all you do is speak negatively and think negatively, well, then you're going to put out a negative energy. Again, we're talking about energy in the sense of like your behaviors, your actions, how you speak. That's kind of part of your actions. And those essentially can elicit more negativity in your life. If you're speaking negative, acting negative, thinking negative, you're going to elicit more negativity in your life. Why? Again, because everything is energy. 
right? Maybe it is that simple that we're all just energy. And the fact that you can change the energy in and around you with simple positive or negative thoughts or positive or negative words. And it seems that positive and negative events can essentially come from, can essentially emanate from ourselves. So what I'm saying here is that, yes, we all are energy. We don't know exactly how thought comes into play in this. We don't know where even thoughts come from. You know, you just, we just know that we think. But we do know that we can control our thoughts. You can control what you say. Therefore, you can control your internal and external environment. So, long story short, what these mushrooms can, can teach us, these mushrooms that take over uh, bugs and turn them into zombies, they teach us that energy is all around us. And it's a simple matter of us tapping into that energy, whether it be through thought, whether it be through action, or whether it be through your words. It's simply you tapping into this eternal energy that doesn't ever stop. It simply is transformed by your internal and external environment that you create with your thinking. So that's why we are probably the most powerful beings, at least that we know right now. I mean, there might be other more powerful beings out there in space that are living in fifth and sixth and seventh and eighth dimensions. But right now, all we know in terms of the third dimension where we live, that is the most powerful thing, us. We have the power to control energy and energy is the world. And that's probably why a lot of those like, you know, woo woo spiritual gurus say that we are gods because we control energy. We can control the energy in and around us. So in a way, yeah, maybe if you look at it in that, in that, in that lens, yes, we are gods. But in a way, we aren't because we don't have complete control. We don't know what the future holds. There's none of us that are psychics into the sense and in, in the, in the way that we can predict exactly what will happen to us even five seconds from now. You know, if we could, then we probably would never die or we would die when we chose to die. And not many people do that. So that's just something to consider today is that we do have a lot of control. You have control over your environment. You have control over yourself. You have control over what you say, do, and think. So I want you to remember that. Next time you feel like someone is controlling you, next time you feel like something is, is, is taking over your life and everything is all bad or everything is all good, I want you to remember that you have control. You always have control. All right, well, that does it for my Monday. It was interesting, uh, interesting to learn about those mushrooms. It was interesting to learn about noetics and... Um, I can't remember what that sound science was. I was hoping that I might be able to remember it by the end of the uh, uh, end of the episode, but I can't remember. We'll just call it acoustics, acoustic science. So, yeah, it is what it is. 
you can go look that up if you uh, <laughs> if you're curious to find out uh, about that acoustic science. And I'll see if I can find a video to um, leave in the show notes for you. But in the meantime, I really do hope you enjoy this episode. If you did, feel free to share it with your friends, family, or strangers. Uh, leave a rating or review. Let me know how you felt about it. And of course, if you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast because I need all the subscribers I can get. The more subscribers I get, the more people will find this podcast because obviously that means it becomes more popular and it you know ranks higher in the in the uh in the podcast algorithm <laughs> so yeah help a brother out subscribe if you haven't already all right anyways that does it for my day i will check you soon and as always keep good company <laughs>